0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. And I was reading earlier this morning, um, broadcaster Bernard O'Shea, he was talking in the Irish Examiner about how he suddenly started snoring after he turned 43 years of age. And uh, sleep expert Deirdre McSweeney is with us on the programme today. Deirdre, can you just
1: start snoring at any stage? Yes, of course you can, uh, and a lot of us do very quietly under the under the radar, so to speak, without disturbing people. I mean, uh, Brian's article was, was really uh, good from the point of view of really outlining it as a problem, and a huge problem, actually, for a lot of people. Um, certainly, I mean, it sounded funny to read that he turned 43 yeah. and started to snore it doesn't happen like that on a, on a birthday number I can tell you <laughs> <laughs> it does uh, It does happen at any age I have to say um, the male of the species has a more likely predisposition to being a snorer uh, and he certainly uh, tipped at it anyway when he talks about that he, he has put on weight and is willing to admit that because one of the things we look at in sleep laboratories and stuff, such places places where sleep apnea which i'll talk about in a second uh, would have to be checked out is neck circumference and a lot of these guys that check in as new snorers as patients would actually complain about the fact that they are buying an ever-increasing extra size uh, to fit around uh, around the neck in a shirt size so you know it's it's, it's actual presentation is about extra weight uh, a ne- neck circumference so therefore it narrows the airway
0: Okay
1: um, The male is more two to three times more likely to be a snorer with a problem if you like although I have to say some people uh it's can a high snore stat,
0: without...
1: Pardon? It's a high stat
0: Two to three what? times, like it's... it's. Oh, absolutely, yeah.
1: absolutely, yeah. Women tend to seem to present as snorers, and I, I'm talking about snorers as a problematic snorer in terms of disturbing other people uh, in, in um, around menopausal time. Because one way or other, as we get older anyway, Andrea, our muscle tone is fading. So that's what actually happens, the muscles supporting in the neck supporting the airway to stay open at night start to fall in and close down
0: The, the things like um, drinking and smoking does that yes. impact Deirdre?
1: Yes Yes, definitely. Um, I would suggest that, you know, figures looking at a sleep apnea group or cohort, um, the majority would probably have presented as smokers, for starters. And certainly alcohol has the factor of increasing that uh, ability to snore, if you want to call it that. Uh, Because, you know, we we head into bed, a few jars on board, the likelihood is that people would be asleep on their back. Even though this guy in the hospital <laughs> said he slept on his side, for God's sake, we can move up to twenty times at night yeah. in our sleep, including onto our back, etc. So. But does
0: actually moving to your side, like for instance, if you're if you know if you've somebody in the bed, dear, that is a snorer, if you kick them over onto their, maybe not kick them, but well, if you no, pu- if no, you ease them the over to their side, yeah,
1: the elbow is a much nicer nudge, <laughs> Andrea, to get them to change position. Certainly, uh, a change of position can stop the snoring, but. If it may not, uh, you know, completely stop it. It's just the movement or the disturbance to the sleep at that stage mm. is what's going to suspend the, the the snoring. But I do have to say that really within that, there there is a serious condition called sleep apnea. And some of the things Brian talked about in the article, you know, tipped into that. But I mean. If I may have the time, Andrea, just to mention the things yes. that are associated with uh, sleep apnea and loud snoring is a clear cut symptom. of So uh, gasping for air, you know, break, waking up and kind of feeling <gasps> your heart is something in your chest and chest you're, and you're trying to get some air in. Waking with a dry mouth in the mornings is often a giveaway. And that's not just for people who might sleep with their mouths open anyway. Uh, a morning headache is a a clear-cut giveaway of a possible problem. And then there's the knock-on effects. And when I say knock-on effects, you see, if you have a breathing disorder in your sleep, which sleep apnea is, it naturally has an impact on your sleep and sleep quality. So you're going to be left with daytime symptoms that include excessive sleepiness during the day. I mean, I think we talked before, and I remember talking to you about uh, people who go off to have a snooze in their car at lunchtime Mm. uh, because they just feel they can't get through the day without it. Or they have difficulty staying awake at meetings. A lot of people, and this is where this vicious cycle kicks in of gaining the weight. I will go into that other meeting, I'll bring a cup of coffee with me, another muffin, because it's the sugar rush that will help me stay awake for this meeting. That's not normal yeah, okay. either. Irritability, or you know, difficulty paying attention, etc. And then, of course, we move to the the worry about the sleepy driver. I mean, we're all aware of that. Driving can be quite boring at times, but you know, the RSA has that particular motto of stop, sip, and sleep. That's right. Yeah. And meaning that you know, for safety's sake, that's not necessarily indicative of a uh, sleep apnea. Uh, syndrome that's just simply boredom yeah, okay. uh, behind the wheel, but certainly the snoring or the gasping for breath and daytime functioning problems can lead to, symptoms. to a diagnosis. Yeah. Um, Lucas
0: texted in, dear Dren. He says, "My partner snores terribly, but it so, it seems to stop when we're on holidays. Any ideas why?"
1: <laughs> Absolutely no idea.
0: A good reason to move to the zone permanently, though, or
1: whatever. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, okay.
0: Another listener wondering as well, dear, about whether or not there's anything you can take to stop snoring.
1: No, no. Uh, Good pillows. Pardon. Good pillows. Good pillows. Yeah, but just to to be clear, this is a physical deformity. This is where your airway closes in and creates a noise in at the back of your throat, you know, way down at the back of your tongue, actually, Andrea. You know, a lot of people talk about, oh, I've always had an analogy or, you know, the nose can be blocked or whatever. Certainly nasal problems can add into a snoring issue, but that shouldn't be the type of snoring that A, can be heard through walls or keep a partner awake, or B, will actually give rise to, you know, stopping and snorting and uh, kind of waking up in a tiny little bit of a panic when you're having what is called an apneic event. And an apneic event is where you literally have suspended your breathing. So your brain is kicking in and mm. says to your diaphragm or whatever, quick, take another breath in here. We have to keep you alive. Now, I'm being ultra dramatic here in describing this yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But these events are what add in to having Sleep apnea. So, what's it does have to be checked out, and it can be treated, and uh, it's generally um, determined to be in three different categories: either mild, moderate, or severe affectation, which requires the number of abnormal breathing events per hour of okay. sleep to so, be measured.
0: So, just finally, Deirdre, for all of the partners listening today of the um, the chronic snorers who are now exhausted uh, this afternoon yeah. heading into lunchtime like is there is there anything they can do you know f- before going to bed tonight to try and help them out? Before or? going
1: to bed tonight no but certainly cut back on an extra slice of dessert or whatever. Weight loss would be the big one because men unfortunately put on weight in their necks. Unlike women. You know we put on weight in older age around the hips the tummy or the backside or whatever but men collect fat centrally. They collect Fat in their necks and on their belly. And when you think about that, both of those elements of fat are leaning on exactly the respiratory kind of tube if you like or the respiratory
0: effort. Uh, Sleep expert Deirdre McSweeney. Deirdre thanks a million for joining us here on the programme today. For all of those, uh, for those of you who have texted in particularly those in the capital letters with the questions about snoring I take it that it's obviously a a big problem in in your house I hope uh, that you've got some advice there and you might, um, well, might help you uh, to try and solve or at least ease the snoring problem in in, uh, in some way. Uh, still to come on the programme today, we're going to be talking about, look, with increasing rent prices, I'm going to be chatting to uh, a number of different people who've noticed their own rent hike by about 70% in some cases. Uh, lunchtime live at Newstalk.com. That's the email address if you want to get in touch. And Dermot to Gavin, Paul Smith, they're going to be here for a chat too about their new book, Gardening Together.